Stay in the know with Radio 2000 Podcast. On the line, we've got Dr. Gidumezi Mashiro, who is a clinical psychologist to help Anonymous as she looks after her uh, aunt who is sick with TB. Doc, good morning. Good morning, Dominico. Good morning to your listeners. Thank you for having me. Oh my goodness, it's so good to have you back again on the radio. First things Thank first, you. TB, like yes. any other illness, requires a certain level of mental strength to overcome. How can Anonymous best be there for her aunt? You know, when you're assisting someone who is in denial or who is defaulting medication, it's always difficult, especially when it's a family member, mm. you know, because there's certain stigma around certain illnesses. So especially now, I mean, she mentioned that uh, the, the uh, aunt is a bit old. So as you grow older, you also become more resistant to, you know, taking medication all the time and you're feeling miserable. So there's a lot of uh, stigma around certain illnesses. And the sad part is people feel like it's almost like a death sentence and no one wants to take pills forever because in their mind, that's what they think. It's an incurable thing, right? So mm. as a society, we need to continually promote that, you know, when you take this, you can actually, you know, better your life yeah. and actually get healed and be okay, even though in that moment, of course, you are feeling horrible. Yeah, so what she can do, you know, is do that, promote, you know, the, the, the fact that this thing can be cured, mm. but also to be aware that, unfortunately, the aunt must want to be okay. Yeah. The aunt must want the medication. And uh, she's not a qualified clinician. Even if I am a qualified clinician, I cannot convince anyone to do what they do not want to do or what they, they, they see the need, um, they do not see the need of doing. So, um, and with helping people, even if it's family, there is a term called uh, secondary traumatization or mm. vicarious trauma, where she is at risk to actually be so traumatized because of seeing her aunt go through what is what she's going through. So I would recommend firstly that, uh, that she also find help to debrief uh, about her experience. And anyone who has taken care of someone who is sick, uh, especially a family member mm. or someone close, I recommend that they themselves seek help to debrief. Even I, as a clinical psychologist, have a clinician, a clinical psychologist I go see to sure. debrief. Wow. Right, because taking in, you're taking in, don't be, you're taking in, mm. and you're human, mm. right? So, mm. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm skilled for it, but I still need to debrief. So, even if now it's a family member, it's, it's not necessarily that because it's family and blood is thick and, and, and you know, the things we <laughs> we say about family, hey. you need to debrief. It is traumatic to take care of someone who was able to walk, and now they cannot walk, or yeah. who was healthy, and now they're sick. And uh, so, so I think self-care is very important just in terms of her finding a place to go and debrief. Uh, but yeah, she can only do so much, unfortunately. That's true. To support, yeah, to support her aunt. Yeah. What sort of mental stimulation does one need in this case? Uh, let's just say for the aunt as well as for the caregiver, Anonymous. I think for the aunt, I don't know. Uh, people always think, you know, uh, you know, exercise, but now some people are not, uh, you know, exercising people. <laughs> they don't like exercise. Mm. So sometimes I recommend even a walk, even just being out in the sunlight. So encouraging her, because they're saying that she's always sleeping or being in bed, encouraging her to go outside, to just sit in the sun, to, you know, do what she likes, whatever the aunt likes, likes doing before she was sick. Yeah. She is able to do it, because now remember, she's also sick. 
you know, small things that she could do that at least, you know, she, she looks forward to doing those things daily. But, yeah, ultimately, I think she would need, like, intervention from, you know, a qualified specialists to, to help her just to overcome the current state she is in, the aunt. Mm. But for her, also the same thing. She needs to be able to disengage from the heavy uh, situation, yeah. doing what it is she likes doing to, uh, you know, revitalize and come back to uh, being herself, you know, even if it's just for a few moments. So she needs to also maybe leave her aunt for a little bit with someone and then, you know, be out of the situation for a little bit. Mm. So she's not constantly consumed and worried about her aunt being sick and not taking medication and her deterioration. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, Doc, that sounds all good and well, but uh, it also comes with guilt. Leaving yes. someone who's not well and doing something that is very selfish, like something mm. that will, you know, fill your cup because all you do 24 hours is look after, uh, you know, mm-hmm. this sick person. How do you then deal with the guilt that comes with actually focusing on yourself? Because uh, that's what we need to do sometimes. I think uh, as human beings, you need to understand that, you know, uh, we are responsible for our own healing, Mm. for our own journey, for our own, you know, uh, overcoming whatever it is that we need to overcome. Yeah, so when you find yourself feeling guilty, I would then recommend that she actually seeks the help to to sort of um, uh, process that guilt, where it stems from. Is it because the aunt maybe uh, was the one who... uh, what helped her when she was young. So what is actually making her feel guilty? Or is it just mm. other family members? Is it society? Is it her own uh, sort of uh, mental state that gets her feeling guilty or she's prone to guilt for whatever reason or because of her personality? So I think it's always important that um, uh, people know that you need to do the work for you, right? Even if this is your aunt, this is your child, you need to make sure that you do the work, yeah. right, for you. Uh, you know, I always give the example that in an airplane, when they give you that instruction, yep. you put on your mask <laughs> before you put on other people's masks. So uh, if the plane is going to crash or there's a crash landing or mm, there's an emergency mm. in the plane, so you need to make sure that you're standing. So when that guilt comes, I think she will need to do the work to find coping strategies with it and to also reframe her thinking around that because guilt comes with something she's saying to herself or something she's thinking or something she's visualizing. So to do the work to ensure that um, she's not finding herself feeling guilty because that also just perpetuates more guilt and helplessness and then it doesn't actually solve the situation. So I think that taking responsibility of self is is, is always key for everyone, you know, and then taking care of others and making sure that you are okay and uh, yeah, and, and doing the work if you've got negative feelings around that. Mm, making sure that yes. you are okay. Sometimes you do have to be a little bit selfish. Doc, Definitely. thank you yes. so much for your time. It's always a pleasure to have you thank on the show. Contact details before we let you go for those people that want to get uh, help and they want to get help from you. Okay. Uh, I'm at uh, com www.ribaonewellness.com and also at 082-858-7033. They can just send me uh, a WhatsApp and uh, we'll attend to it as soon as possible. Perfect. Doc, thank you once again for always making time for us. Thank you so much, Ndombi. Thank you. Thank you.
Radio 2000 Podcast.